from the Planet Leader Studios in the country confines of Northern Ontario. Uh, welcome back to the SWC Plus Roundtable. I am, as always, your moderator, Robert Cast. And today, we are finally tackling the last Jedi retrospective. And I don't say that hesitantly, but it's just, it was one of the more divisive movies that came out. Probably the most divisive since the prequels. So, uh, but thankfully, I don't have to talk about this movie all by myself. We're going to go around the horn. All the way on the left coast, uh, my good friend from the 501st, Mr. Rob Williams. Say hi, Rob. Hello there. How are you? We're going to jump over on the east side here. Uh, my uh, my other good friend in uh, Montreal, Quebec, uh, from the Tumbling Saber podcast. We're going to say hi to Carlos. Isaid. <laughs> <laughs> and this time, not like last time when I messed up, our lone American, because we need to have representation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Representation. <laughs> we have Ben from the Skyhoppers. How you doing, Ben? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Very, very happy to be here about uh, to talk about the second best Star Wars movie. Fantastic. Fantastic. I said it. it. Now, normally when I start these uh, retrospectives, I go around, I usually, hey, where were you when this movie came out? Because all of them, like, you know, Clone Wars or the prequels or, oh, I don't know, uh, Star Wars in 77. I was at a drive-in with my parents. So, um, drink. Take a drink. (laughs) So, um, but this is a weird one because we actually all, all four of us knew each other. Actually, Ben and I, we met when we saw the trailer. We were at- I was going to say, we were in that big convention hall trying to watch that trailer on that screen and could not hear a single word that was being said on that screen. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We we physically knew each other. Well, not, you know, we we met face to face is what yes, I should say. Yes. Because it was Orlando. Such things. Yeah. Well, yes. I'll recreate it for you. <laughs> it's time for the Jedi to end. There we go. There we go. So, oh. um, and again, we were all podcasting at the time. So we had a lot of, we were, I think with this one, I was more invested because I wanted to get all the scoops and all the latest gossip so I can come on the round table and talk about it. Right. It was one of, and go on your shows and, and talk to it with you guys. So um, I'm going to go around real quick, Ben, leading up to the last Jedi. You're knee deep. You're probably what fifty to hundred episodes into sky hopping. Somewhere in there, yeah. Somewhere, somewhere around, there. yeah. You mean like you weren't? It was episode CXPQTIII. <laughs> I think that was the. You know what? If there. I could go back and do it again, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I know I, I wouldn't do that. that. I just wouldn't do it. Fifty nine or something. So anyway, what's what's elegant? <laughs> yeah. So um, I knew I knew where you were, but did you? Uh, what did you do for this last Jedi as a content creator? Did you do anything different? It. it yes and no. Um, I personally, after watching that trailer from Celebration, I had a lot of anxiety leading up to the Last Jedi. Uh, <laughs> Luke Skywalker is my favorite character. I had at least two people tell me they stopped listening to the podcast during the lead up to the Last Jedi because I was sucking the fun out of the room, and I'm like, I. <laughs> I'm like, I respect that entirely. Um, and I apologize for that. But it is it is the truth. Um, it's embarrassing when it was that. <laughs> Deep. I, I can't listen to you anymore. No, I'm done. Ben. I'm done. Um, but uh, I... I remember being told by, you know, Mark and Ryan have both kind of signed off on don't watch the trailers. Don't or like it was the second trailer. I think I tried to not watch it. Um, and that didn't work. But I guess as a content creator, um, we didn't do too much that was different. Um, I definitely I, I'm not a spoiler phobe in the sense that I will attack somebody for saying, so, you know, for spoiling something, but I am spoiler averse and that I would rather not have them if I can avoid it. Um, so I was, if anything, I was diving less deep into things. And we were trying to talk about things that were not necessarily related to The Last Jedi so that we could kind of skim over the top and just take off what we wanted. Um, but that could just be yeah, hindsight. I, I'm the exact same way. I don't want anything spoiled. That's why I have to see it the first viewing right. on the, the... And again, it's not because I have to see it that night. I could wait till the weekend, but I just don't want it spoiled. And being a content creator now at this point, like all, all of us were on podcasts, and I know there I have a lot of friends who are like, yeah, I'm just going to go spoil 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 and most of our shows were like okay this is the point of the show if you don't want 
the new rumors for the new movie coming out, log off now, yeah. like, or, or delete the podcast because <laughs> everybody had that preference. So, Carlos, I know you guys at the Tumbling Saber Crew, you guys have a little tradition. I'm sure there was calamari and stuff and um, beer and a dinner. You have a, you guys go out, have a meal, and then you go to the show, right? Yeah, usually the second showing. Uh, so while, when the first uh, showing starts, we're at the restaurant. So nobody's on Twitter. We're not getting spoiled. And then we'll eat uh, and uh, head off to uh, to the theater, which is what we did that time. And uh, it was pretty cool. It was nice. Uh, it was freezing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, this Canada. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, it was brutal. Like worst uh, cold uh, cold snap of the of the winter happened to be that day. And um, yeah, it was all good. It was fun. Um, uh, I was. I'll be honest. I was very nervous uh, before the start of that movie. Um, just the way the the lead up to the movie and the trailer and all the questions and trying to avoid spoilers, but also trying to be a little bit informed enough to actually have something to say on the podcast. Right. Um, you know, that's, uh, it was, um, a balancing act that was very difficult to, uh, yeah, to, 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 to mm-hmm. balance. balance. <laughs> I was going to say, it, yeah, it was just the juggling, right. Of right. like, how far do I want to go and how much do I want to spoil? And so I'm there with you guys too. And um, I mean, watching it on day one is an absolute necessity uh, because I, I wouldn't have been able to sleep <laughs> no, no, yeah. had, I, had I known that there were people out there just waiting to just um, verbalize uh, all their, their diarrhea. Yes. I was going to yeah. say, and waiting, good, good they, were, waiting yeah. they were. <laughs> And, and I hate the people like, okay, this isn't going to spoil the movie, but I'm like, no, stop it. I don't yeah, want to right know. There. Just yeah, stop. Just, just, <laughs> just shut up. You're right. It's not going to spoil the movie because you're done. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not talking to you. In, um, in, the, in the immortal words of Bill Burr, it's over. <laughs> so, um, so Rob, no, no, but hold on, hold on. And, okay, and, okay. And, and so it was very, very tough because um, all those questions and, and the, 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 the way Ryan Johnson uh, cut that trailer together um made it so that it was like it was going to be maybe not divisive but not something that we expected and so so that put me on edge so that's that's where i was uh before going into the going into the theater okay uh rob williams i know you guys you guys get together and do your thing right like you were your armor wasn't done by, by last jedi was it no. Yeah, was it? Oh, oh no, no, it wasn't. What year was it? What year is it? Twenty seventeen. Oh no, I wasn't. Yeah. Sorry, thank you. Uh, I I watched this in a uh, drive-in theater out in uh, <laughs> in seventy seven with your parents. <laughs> with my parents, uh, best moment of my life. Um, I, I I what I did see. Uh, I was with the five hundred first at the time. Like uh, I joined the five hundred first. We were invited by uh, some friends from Toy Traders to see it, and uh, we had the theater to ourselves. It was a lot of fun. I think at this point, like we were recording, and and obviously, and um, the Rogue One taught me to stop watching the trailers so intensely <laughs> because whatever you see is it's an illusion you know it's just it's not what you're going to expect this is not going to end the way you think it will it's that's the tagline for this entire uh star wars sequel era it's uh whatever is going to be put up on that trailer screen is not going to be what you expect and that's so I, and Jamie taught me that as well. And uh, my co-host Jamie. So I, I went in there just kind of open-minded and I left very happy. So good. good. I, but are you, uh, and yourself, are you as a, as a content creator, are you a spoiler guy or are you, or like if you hey. hear it, it's okay, but uh, you don't look for it. No, don't, no, I, I, I don't like spoilers. Why are you trying? What's, what's I find. Um, okay. Here's where you, everybody else takes a drink. If they've listened to my show. Um, <laughs> when, when Force Awakens came out, we took our entire school to see the movie. Uh, and um, there was kids after the movie um, were running through the hallway. For those kids who couldn't who couldn't see it, they're running through the hallway saying, Han Solo's dead, Han Solo's dead, Han Solo's dead. That's a, that's a maturity level, right? Yeah. And I, I'm not angry at the kids because they're they're learning 
to do that. But there's people driving in their cars with the flags and, and signs on the back of the window saying Han Solo is dead. That's maturity level. That's someone who's not confident in themselves and need to find acceptance in something. And so people who I feel intentionally spoil things are being immature. People who unintentionally spoil things are just not thinking. And either way, it's hard to get mad, but it's just like, come on, dude. Just yeah. allow other people to enjoy things. This is this is why I can't have nice things, as I say now as a dad. So, <laughs> absolutely. Okay, so let's get in this. Oh, uh, we got a message uh, chiming in here. Grabs. He says Rob was handing out coins before he finishes armor. Right? Kidding, Rob. <laughs> uh, no, I was never no, handing no. out coins. <laughs> no, 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 I wasn't even allowed to have a coin. No, I was not. I was not even allowed to have a coin. Blasphemy. <laughs> It, oh, it, well, uh, Jamie was made, made sure I didn't. Jamie was the one that handed me over the coin on his very last day as a commanding officer. And so it was just, it was a beautiful moment. Just <laughs> So, <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. Try to bowl the button or bowl discuss. So. <laughs> okay. So um, now we're, okay. We're, we're into the last Jedi. We all know we have a, a, a reaction show immediately after I, we had one on here. I had somebody from Ireland, Ireland, excuse me, eating a candy bar. This, <laughs> this is before Zoom, where I could actually cut out everybody's individual chatters on this. It was, it was, it was, an, it was, it was fun. It was Dave Donovan. Just say it. It was Dave Donovan. Yeah, sorry, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> he was eating a Hershey into the microphone, <laughs> uh, crumpling the paper. Oh my god. Yeah. So funny. Yes, but that okay. So we all had the reaction. So again, um, this was one of the more divisive ones for whatever reason. I'll, I'll right off the top for me, I was fine with it. I liked it. It had stuff I wanted. It had moments. Well, well, I'm going to ask you later for your favorite and least favorite moments. But, um, but just the overall. I'm assuming you're on this retrospective, so you you like it, uh, Ben. Like what you said, it's your second favorite. Who's it? What's it behind? Um, it's behind A New Hope because I'm okay. Like, I, I thought you were gonna say Attack of the Clones. I was like, <laughs> no, get out. No, 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 no. No, um, <laughs> no. It's uh, I. I mean, Luke Skywalker, my favorite character. I've said, you know, I'm pretty sure I've said on previous retrospectives, previous episodes of yes. this roundtable, that Luke Skywalker is my favorite character in all of fiction. Period. Um. And I, I will admit, much like Mark Hamill, I was like, oh, this is a different Luke. But see, I took it as a, oh, this is something interesting. As someone who grew up reading Legends and following Luke in that way, where he's like the pinnacle of good, right? And it's like, he's got his struggles, but it's like, that's kind of his thing. He's always the good guy. Seeing this Luke, this disillusioned, reclusive Luke, that was like, this is not my favorite read of this character thus far, you know, going right into the movie, I mean, but um, like you have to put him there so that he can be the Luke at the end of the movie, which is, I think one of, if not, it's to me, it's second only to I'm a Jedi like my father before me. That is the second best moment. It's the most Jedi thing. It's, it's the most Jedi thing. And that's why it was so frustrating to come home get on reddit to see what people were saying and being like oh my god oh my god why are people so mad <laughs> and uh because they're on reddit it's true <laughs> rob we actually had this exact discussion five years ago like it, over four years ago it was the exact same discussion right talking about what people were saying on reddit and how like people were judging luke's character um from from the the flashback scene of of him almost deciding to kill his his nephew and and not realizing that like we're allowed to evolve as people <laughs> <laughs> and him um facing off in kylo with the force projection and 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 doing that whole thing was probably the most jedi master jedi thing ever exactly and being stuck in that moment of seeing Luke through Kylo's eyes is like so short-sighted and stupid <laughs> and the worst thing that we could do as fandom. Don't hold and back, Carlos. Say what, make this, <laughs> this is a safe place. Say what you Well, mean. no, it's completely safe. I'm safe yes. to have my opinion and on other people. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> no, but seriously speaking, it was, it was tough to digest all that stuff. 
And I think I made it my mission for the year following this movie to try to put those people in their place. And at a certain point, you just give up and it's like, you know what? Like what you want to like. Don't like what you don't want to like. And I don't care. Right. Absolutely. Um, but I still I, love the movie, though, even though, you know, warts and all. There are there are things about this movie that I really love and things that I thought were incredibly stupid. But Ryan Johnson knows how to tell a story. That's that's one thing you have to give him. And I think this trilogy would have been better off or better served having one voice uh, because it was charged. It was definitely jarring going from episode seven to episode eight. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and I understand people's frustration about that. And and then having the yo-yo come back down with episode nine, and now it's like okay, so we're back to this again. Well, yeah, like episode seven had a lot to to do. Like it had to, yeah. it had a lot of boxes to check, and that's what it did. It made new fans happy, old fans happy. It had a new story, kinda really, but you I mean it was like, but but it mirrored the other movies. It did everything Star Wars supposed to do. And in the end, it gave you hope, right? Like, so that was, that's Star Wars. But this one, it didn't have to tick any boxes. It was the second movie. And we were all, well, this could be um, the the next Empire Strikes Back, or it could be the next Attack of the Clones. Mm -hmm. Like, like, those are two wildly different movies. Or it could be nothing like either. It could have, but that's the problem going in. Uh, Rob Williams, you said you you liked this movie. You said you enjoyed your... um, So what are your... Like, again, not your... I'll ask your highs and lows after, but what are your your thoughts? There was a lot of divisiveness with this film. Like, so... I initially ranked this movie. Okay, so according to my ranking of uh, Star Wars movies, not including the uh, Clone Wars. Why is it when you do your nerd voice, you do me? Like, why, <laughs> like, like, why are you doing my? Hang on, for those who are uh, yes, who are, I'll be holding my uh, earphones to the side here so I can get that lowbot feel. Yes. But um, I, I, I enjoyed this movie. Uh, yeah, there was warts a little here and there, but I mean, man, we 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 glamorized the original trilogy so much that we 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 ignore the warts, and it's all it's part of its beauty. And I ha- I just watched I just finished watching this an hour ago. Uh, and I hadn't seen it in years. I haven't, I haven't seen this movie in years and I really enjoy it. I was weeping in certain areas. I was laughing in certain areas. I was rolling my eyes in certain areas. And I was just, I was enjoying a bloody movie and it was great. It was star Wars. It was characters that I remember and evolve. And I, I will talk about what uh, Ben and Carlos were saying about the maturity and growth of Luke. Dude, I'm not the same person. I was five years ago. And all I did was, you know, I, I went through a couple of life events, There's, but nothing compared to the stuff that a guy like Luke Skywalker, this this character who is seen as a legend in, in everybody's eyes and the crap that he went through. Dude, I'm uh, just five years ago. I'm a different person. So why can't this guy evolve and change? I mean, it's just like this is but this, again, comes from people who don't evolve they don't grow. They're immature. They're stuck in their little Reddit holes and just living their own little life a lot of the time. Now, that's not, don't, that's not to say that if you disagree with this movie, you're wrong. I'm just talking about people who just still like piss the bed all over stuff and just get immature on something. You can like and not like a movie. Great. Love it. Have a proper discussion about it. But it's just like, I, it's a movie. And it's just... This is a guy who dresses up like a bloody stormtrooper and an alien, like a stack of pancakes. It's a movie. And if you're getting that invested, you need to examine something in yourself. So that's <laughs> love something involves. We invest money. We invest our time. We invest our heart in a lot of these things. And that's the brilliant thing about movies. But it is that it is what it is. And to critique, it's part of the fun to bitch about it and complain and whine and, and, and act like the way you are. That's something different. That's where the lines cross for me. Yeah, I like to complain for the sake of complaint. Like it's like I didn't like it. It didn't tick all my boxes, so now I got to burn it to the ground. Yeah. Like it's and again, it's for me. I even said after I was like, "Oh, that was a nice ending." I my Luke Skywalker is gone, and and I I was like, I'm taking every new Star Wars movie as the end. Like it's like, oh, that was a nice conclusion. Like I'm happy I got to see nine. Like I'm, 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 it's great. It's out. I'll watch. Of course I'm, I'm watching it first showing. Like, so I had no, I had no, it's like, I have my issues. I'm, I'm, I'll say my worst and my, my favorites, but the, 
it was the uh, it, it was a Star Wars movie. I mean, it was I don't, but I don't. I never get to understand, and, and we'll try to move move off the because we're yeah. we're not we're not the, we're not here to defend this movie. We're here to talk about what movie we really like. Yeah. yeah. So exactly. and again, and that's and it, that's yep. why I. But I don't ever feel the need to convince anybody. Oh, you didn't like the movie. Well, then you're not as smart as I, and you didn't. You're not true Star Wars. <laughs> exactly. I'm like gatekeeping. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's fine. But yet they they got the jerry can splashing gas all over the theater house. Like, they just like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> and and it rippled. All that negativity rippled into um, a poor solo showing, and their timing was like, it just it actually does damage. You mean so? I, my weirdest take about the, this the last the last word on the negative part was we had uh, Ben you grew up with the the prequels right yeah that was your childhood I don't know think you had drive-ins by the time you went to Phantom Menace but anyway I'm not judging your parents by not taking you to drive-in that's not we're not here to do that so so you had the prequels but I was noticing a lot of people Ben's age now again Rob Ben's not a child he is Grown man, he's twenty seven years old. <laughs> I'm twenty seven. He just years happens old. to be twenty. I'm a man now. <laughs> he just happens to be twenty years younger than we are, and that's okay. And but I noticed Ben from uh, people in your age group that were part of the the sequel or the prequel trilogy crowd were grew up defending the prequels and be like, man, I hate people like my age i mean i like the prequels but people in my age bracket would crap on the prequels mm -hmm. because well it's not hashtag not my star wars if we once we learned how to what a hashtag was we and so so you get all this older generation crapping on the prequels and then you got the prequel kids defending the prequels and then the weirdest thing happened when the sequel trilogy came out i started noticing a ton of people in their 20s going hashtag not my star wars like not my trilogy you mean like it was like, wait a second, like you guys, what, what's happening? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just, it, yeah. it was almost like Star Wars mirrors itself everywhere. Like so, I, you know, some people that don't like this the, this third trilogy, right, Ben? Like yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's hard, it's hard not to. I mean, it's definitely. I, we kind of talked about this. Uh, last time I was here when we were talking about just like the issues with like kind of geek culture in general. I mean, it's something that's endemic to the entire subculture. It's not just star Wars fans. And I understand the feeling of feeling like the problem is it's these people. You can't make your entire self star Wars, right? Like, no. and of course this is nothing we've not heard before, but it's like, cause when you do, it becomes a personal attack when a movie comes out that you don't like, or your friends on the internet, people you think are friends, your friends on the internet are all being like, Oh, well this trilogy sucks. Not like the prequels. Everyone always loved the prequels. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, no, they didn't. <laughs> no, they didn't. That is just absolute crap. It's not real. That's not what happened. Um, so part of me is able to kind of dismiss it as like, okay, give it some time. I think you'll come back around on this. Um, just like, you know, uh, so just like people did with the prequels, right? There's a lot of people yep. I think who have come back around on it, watched them again. Um, and then otherwise I just kind of dismiss it entirely. You know, it's one of those things when you're talking to someone, I think we've all learned over the last few years, when you're talking to someone, you can learn really quickly. If you can just disregard their opinion. It's like, I don't need to hear what you think about these movies because you're coming at it from completely the wrong <laughs> you're it's just it's completely the wrong thing um but thankfully i've done pretty well surrounding myself with people who like star wars for liking for star wars sake not like liking star wars to dump on it which is something that, well, that is happens a lot that's the whole point and that's why i like i'm i'm turned on to going the the celebrations now because it is literally a celebration you right mean, like you're getting together with your with your with your like-minded friends um i just a uh, if if we can recommend anything ben um maybe you have you don't want to surround your life around one thing so maybe you should do what we do we watch hockey so <laughs> we have um we have hockey um up here in canada rob i know but rob's the I stopped watching hockey in 2011 
Yes, because of the Canucks, I understand, like the, the city. I got, I, it, it actually does relate in a way because I got so invested in something I had zero control over. <laughs> I got so invested. I invested money, time, everything into a hockey team that I don't get to choose the players. I don't get to choose how they spend their money. I don't get to even, some days, I don't even get to choose where I sit and watch the damn thing. And I got so invested that uh, I was not enjoying it anymore. So I took a hiatus and um, I want, I'm, so much happier for it. And I even told my buddy, Anil, who, who is a huge Canucks fan. I said, I'm officially a bandwagoner now and uh, I, I'll join, I'll enjoy them when they get good and I will ignore them when they get bad. And I'm okay with that because I want to enjoy the good stuff. Yep. Playoff so, watcher. <laughs> not why I watched. It's not why it's not why I watched the sport. I watched the sport for its athleticism and I, I was losing that focus. Right. And I think that's what happens with star Wars. We lose our focus of what is the point right. of this to entertain. Right. Exactly. Okay. Well, there we go. Now, again, we're, I'm going to ask you what's your high point, low point. Now, yeah, there's going to be a little bit of negativity, but we're done talking about the social, the, uh, the ugly people on the internet. This movie for me, just walk, <laughs> no, no, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. The, the, this movie for me, um, I like, if we're just doing scenes, I love the, when, uh, Ray and Kylo were back to back fighting off the bad guys. I love that. That was great. Um, I'm okay with how the movie ended after the, the Mary Poppins Leia hit wrong for me. I understand what they did. I have no problem. Of course, she's force sensitive. Of course, she, and now in hindsight, we know she had training. I get all that. It was just the visual was off for me. It pulled me, it yanked me right out of the movie. Like it was one of those, oh, it, it was just, it just for some reason, I say this about my favorite Empire Strikes Back. And when Han hops on his Tauntaun and one of the rebels goes, you're going to freeze out there. Then I'll see then you I'll in hell. hell. Rah! It's like, what the? Yeah. Stop it. Like, it's just. <laughs> All right. Like, it, it, it yanks me out every single time I watch it. And again, that's the Mary Poppins layer for me. And again, there's, I get it. I'm not bitching about her abilities. I'm just, it, it was just a little weird. Carlos, you got a high point and low point. And like, again, like. Uh, high point, I uh, think for me, probably one of the best things in all of Star Wars is uh, Chewie flying the Falcon on the Battle of Crete. Yes. Yes. Uh, incredible, incredible moment for me. Uh, Ray shooting uh, those three Tie Fighters with one shot. Beautiful. Uh, I just noticed that. That was that was a great <laughs> shot. Yeah, that I was know. awesome. I love that. And um, uh, yeah, obviously uh, uh, Ray and Kylo. Um, just Kylo, the, the way Kylo uh, tricks Snoke because he knows Snoke's in his mind, so he uses that against him mm-hmm. um, to uh, to sever him in half and. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then the, the the fight with the Praetorian guards that ensues after was uh, was gorgeous. It was so well choreographed. Um, yeah, there was a lot of high points. I didn't like the whole. Uh, I'm I'm a huge fan of John Williams. I just felt that this was too much of a mashup of the greatest hits. Um, where whereas. Um, the Force Awakens was probably his best work since Episode Three. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really love the soundtrack for Force Awakens. It felt it felt natural. It felt organic, whereas this felt forced. Um, and I did. I really dislike the crate, not crate, but Canto Bite. Um, not the messaging. The messaging is was fine, and and the whole yeah. There's people profiting off off war uh, everywhere. And I, I like what they're what they're saying, what the message was behind it. I just find that the whole Rose teaching Finn a lesson and the fathers and it just took him forever to get there. It'd be like yeah. going to Rob's place via Carlos's place. Like it just doesn't like it's it's ridiculous. Like it just it was a long. Wow, that took a long time. It was like almost like in Phantom Menace when it's like there's always a bigger fish. I'm like, wow, you spent 20 minutes on that. Yeah, like, that was a big. I, yeah. I can't. I don't know if I can eat anymore. I got a big meal. I, I still might like Canto Bite better than them going through the Planet Core. <laughs> but uh, and I don't mind the Phantom Menace either. But oh. you know, there's there's things about every Star Wars movie that are cringe. And uh, yeah, for me, Canto Bite was cringe. The um, the bombers. Like really, that you're you're relying on the safety of 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 the the rebellion and and the resistance on these bombers that can't 
move any faster than that. And like, if you sneeze or fart too close to one of those things, it's going to explode from the inside. Like I, I, I'm not, a, I'm not a huge fan of that. I love the design of the ships. Um, sure. The, those are, those were great, but, uh, and I love Poe's flying and the, and kind of that whole, um, the whole plan to disable the dreadnought, which, which was great. I think it would have been better served if they had jumped to light speed, gone out and then have them catch up to them and be like, Holy cow. They could follow us and then have that bombing run on the dreadnought. It would make a lot more sense to blow up the dreadnought then. Right. Because you know, it's like now we're in imminent danger, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, so there was a little, there was a little bit of like, okay, you know, they could have done the storytelling a little bit different, but overall, I think the overreaching message of the movie was fantastic. It was great. And it could have literally ended the sequels. Uh, the way it ends, yeah. Which is Leia saying, "We have everything we need," and 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 it's perfect. Just okay, we can walk away. And um, with the turmoil uh, surrounding nine and having to uh, fire Colin Trevorrow, uh, which was probably the right decision, uh, and then uh, hire JJ uh, to take over, which was probably not the best decision. Um, yeah, I would have been completely fine with this being the last movie of the trilogy uh, or of, of the sequels uh, in reality, because two, two movies doesn't make a trilogy. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. But that, so, and it, so, it, somebody it, needs to show the math to Zack Snyder that five movies is in a trilogy. It's not a five part trilogy. You dumbass. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we're not talking about that today. No, 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 no. no. Hey, there, there was just a correlation in what I was saying. Uh, I would have been fine with, I would have been fine with the sequels ending at eight, but um uh, because the story was was great. I don't know if you guys watched Knives Out. Like Ryan Johnson's a great filmmaker. Yeah. Man. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, Knives Out was so, great. Yeah. So Looper, so, Looper's fantastic. Yep. Looper yeah. No, very, yeah. Exactly. Very good. So, anyways, uh, there there are some high points, and low points, but uh, yeah, I think the 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 high points destroy the low points uh, for me in this movie, and so it allows me to enjoy the movie every time I watch it. Yes. Um, Ben, highs and lows. Well, uh, Luke's standoff with Kylo is the apex of the movie. It's the apex of the sequel trilogy as a whole, if you ask me. Um, That is absolutely the best part. That whole lead up to just the whole battle of crate. I like Um, the I like I really, really enjoy the bit with where Luke is like teaching Ray the first lesson and she's sitting and she's listening to the force and all those weird, like not star Wars cuts to other things happening. It's like the national geographic moment. Right. Right. And it's like, it's just, <laughs> yeah. it's interesting to me. Like I, I just watched the force awakens last night and I guess I knew we were talking about the last Jedi today, but I don't know. Force Awakens You've is what, seen it. Yeah. Force Awakens <laughs> yeah. is what came on. And I was just like, I was really noticing all these shots that are like, Air quote, I say air quotes, not Star Wars. Like the ones that are more arty feels like the wrong word, but just like more um, cinematic. Cinematic, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. the word I was getting to. Where it's like, oh, this is something different, and that see that sequence with Ray always stands out to me um, as something that's. It's it's just like it's nice in a way that Star Wars doesn't tend hasn't wasn't always under George Lucas. Um, I think that I really I enjoy the little like the the destroying the dreadnought that sequence at the beginning. But I also do agree that it's it feels some of them some of the arcs in this movie feel a little forced to me. Some of the characters sometimes feel a little um, I, I don't know. It's like I don't know how to say it because it's like what what I'm thinking most of the, mostly is like Poe. It's like Poe's not stupid. We know Poe's not stupid. He behaves to me. It's it seems like he's a little stupid in this movie sometimes where he's just unwilling to accept that someone knows something that he doesn't. And it's just like, dude, come on. I want to shake you, but I think it's a beautiful movie overall. Um, I don't remember who, which, which of you said that it was jarring going from the force awakens to the last Jedi back to rise of Skywalker. And it's just because, yeah, those filmmaking styles are so different. Like the last Jedi feels very like dark and muted, but not in a bad way. It's like, it feels like an intentional thing. Um, whereas, you know, the other two movies feel very bright. I think it had more, it had more of that empire aesthetic. Yep. It, it, it literally did compared to, uh, uh, to episode four. So, well, well yeah, I just re I just rewatched last Jedi and I, I also in my head right now, all I hear is dun, 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 dun. like it just like, <laughs> yeah. right. that's the whole, that's the whole 
thing, the red logo. I remember seeing that red logo and being like, oh my God, what is this? What are we about to see? Um, and I know I'm not very being very good at picking out specific moments, but Luke's arc, I know I've already said Luke was a high point, but Luke's arc in general, to me, it's, I, I remember thinking it was, when Ash and I talked about this on the show, Ash was like, yeah, I walked out of the theater and was like, Ben is going to hate that. Ben is going to think that was the worst movie ever. And then Ash texted me and was like, what'd you think? And I'm like, that was incredible. That was incredible because I, and I'm not trying to sound superior, but I did not stop watch. I did not stop paying attention to Luke's arc when the Rashomon thing with the flashbacks, him trying to kill Kylo happened. I right. continued to pay attention to the movie afterwards and saw like, oh, he's been through a lot. It makes sense. Like his entire future. Like it, it makes sense. You're a young adult. And you're told this is your destiny. This is your future. And you feel that you are supposed to bring back the Jedi order. That's what we are counting on you to do. We have been counting on you to do. Um, you know, you build them up into a legend. That's what happens. And then suddenly, you know, whether it's subconscious or not, he's starting to believe that he's that legend. And then it all falls down. You know, it's yep. like it's Palpatine was, you know, never really gone. Um, and it's just he's it's undermined from the inside. And suddenly everything that you thought you were you thought you were supposed to be for the last, you know, 20 years or whatever. It's just gone. It's ripped out from under you. Of course, you're going to just it's totally reasonable to run away and hide, even at the expense of leaving your other loved ones behind because you feel that you've just done more damage than anything else. Yeah. 100%. And then whenever he Rob comes... Williams. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I was Go just ahead. saying, when it makes it when he comes back, it makes when he comes back, it's like that's an even stronger moment because it's like that's just more growth. It's more development. He's like, no, we need the Jedi. We need that. And, and, the, and there's, there's a sentence in the movie where, where Kylo looks at Rey. It's like when they were talking to each other through the force. He's like, you can't be doing this, but this would kill you. Mm -hmm. So he sets it up for, I remember having the reaction round table after and somebody's like, I don't get it. He just died. I'm like, yeah, they set it up early in the movie. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Great. It's makes fine sense. Now. It's okay, fine like now. Movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> movie good. Okay. Now Rob Williams, highs and lows. Movie good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I, I was listening to you guys taking some notes here and uh, it's what Carlos says. The pros outweigh the cons for me. Like the cons that I have are so like, um, Porgs, for example, at first I liked them. I watched rewatching them. I'm like, yeah, they're, they're touch annoying. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it was, they were cute at some point. Love Turbis. Shout out to the Tatooine <laughs> sons. Still love Turbis. Make Turbis happen. But, um, Porgs in general, where I found a touch annoying, but just that's small. Uh, Finn's lack of arch, arc, uh, sorry, arch. <laughs> Finn's lack of arc was a bit, you know, it's disappointing because I liked Finn last episode and, um, and I was kind of hoping for a little bit more out of him or more for him. I should say he, cause he's a one, like he's a wonderful actor. Yeah, I love him. Very good. And I think this character deserved a little bit more, especially when, when we finally see uh, phasma coming back and I love phasma and I was so disappointed when she wasn't in the third one, but mm -hmm. um, you know, who knows? I mean, you didn't let you see a body. He's not dead. <laughs> and that's my hope for Neon Nun. But um, so I wish she had more of an arc. I wish uh, Phasma had more of an arc, but she was still awesome when she was there. Um, the, I think it was the subtlety of the, sh the movie that there was moments like where it's almost like you're looking at the camera. Eh? Eh? That was a joke. It's, it's that sort of thing. The humor I can see landed wrong in certain people. And it was, a it wasn't as, it should have been a little more subtle. Star Wars humor is a lot more subtle mm -hmm. in at least the original trilogy. And, um, and there was that moment I just remember when I when it dawned on me, like Kylo's firing away on on Luke, and there's that great line says, "You think you got him?" That was great, <laughs> yeah. but it was before that where he's clutching his hands, and that driver's got to for some reason he's got to turn around, look at the not look at the camera, but look in the direction of the camera and see his glove tighten to remind us that he's angry. No, you don't. You don't need the driver to look at us. The driver just you focus on what you're supposed to be doing. It's that sort of thing, like. There's um, DJ stutter was a little bit too much. Okay, we gaze a stutter. Don't don't um, don't milk it. It's, oh, if, uh, if, if you think take. that's bad, just a side note: don't yeah. read his standalone comic because they 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 print it in his in his thought bubbles and his speech bubbles. And it, it is it's fine. You have a stutter. I'm not. That's not the problem. But it was just like 
I guess maybe it was his acting of it. Maybe it was just overemphasizing yeah. certain things. But the DJ character was really good. I really yeah. liked his character and kind of, you know, wish you want more. But that's the best thing about Star Wars. You're always wanting more. And I think they gave us too much at times. Uh, it's things like the cameo appearance. It, you know, the guy's tasting the salt. It's like, oh, it's salty. Salt. And then you, you, they just linger too much on those cameos. It's like, yeah, I know it's salty. It's uh, great. Just tell us that and move on. But we want to talk about the good things. It's Visually, it's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, you have Crate, the red and the white, and that scene where they're finally, uh, Kyle yeah. and the gang are walking through the cave. It's just a gorgeous scene of whites and reds and blacks. It's um, Snoke's death was awesome. I love his death. It was one of the best ones Luke says yeah Ben talked about Luke uh, his his arc was just amazing and even fooled me like the second time is like yeah I can see why this fooled me because he's old before he's younger and we're so used to movies where the guy you know he's business he's cut his hair and looked clean and taken a shower and now he's ready to fight and then here you, my mind was set on that and I was like dude no he was he was like somewhere else that's the old image everybody had and it was that's what was cool about it. i love canto bite the visuals of canto bite nice. i love the um it was just lavish and rich and wealthy and it was beautiful i really wish they had inserted a little more of the original trilogy characters yeah put an aqualish in there put a calamari put put a, a nimodian in there or something like that that even you know i too much and I think that, again, that goes back to that subtlety. It was way too much. There's a yep. singing opera woman with the 12 boobs or something like that there. <laughs> I mean, it was just like a little too much. But the action was gorgeous. Snoke's arc was gorgeous. Kylo's rage was incredible. Um, just the message itself was just a wonderful part of this. And, um, and that's why I really enjoyed it because the Haldo freaking maneuver, the, yep. the image of that scene, Ooh. beautiful. And this, and, no sound. That's all. And then eventually sound catches up and you can hear the, the explosions of all the other ships because of, of just the shrapnel of everything, just ripping everything apart. And I know people, why don't they do that normally? No, you know, that, don't, don't ruin it. It looks yeah. good. It looks beautiful. Just keep it the way it is. And it, I started to like Holdo's character at the end, which was really, she was written well because you're on post site. What is it with her? I don't like her. She, I don't like her. She's doing things. And then you realize, you know what? She knows what she's doing. And that's why I did like Poe's arch because he grew up too. He was, he was a hothead and uh, this was his learning moment. Yeah, absolutely. Now um, this movie started with what do they get? Like we were all on pins and needles and then you saw Finn. Okay. We know he's okay. Mm -hmm. And he's walking around and Poe's like talking to BB-8. Like what? Finn naked? Water? <laughs> Finn what's naked bag? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like what's going on? So, and then Finn's first question, where's Ray? Awesome. Yeah. And then they, then we get to see Ray back on the mountain, on the Island, hand him, and then Luke tosses the saber. I think for a lot of people, when you get through the movie, you're like, Oh, I get it. You mean, it's like, what's he going to do? It's like, it was almost yeah, like, that hey, was the big question. Yeah. yeah. What was he going to do? And we waited, what, what was it? Two, three years, two, or two years. years two yeah. Years? Yeah. To get that answered. And I think there's nothing wrong with, the way Luke reacted once you see the movie. But I think for a lot of people, it just took them right out. Like it just like, it's like, even before like they're five minutes into the movie and they're like, I'm out. You know what I mean? Like, it's you know why? Though? You know why? Hmm. Because the, the, the way they set it up, it, it gave people two years to, to imagine what Luke was going to do when he had the saber in his hand. Yeah. Whereas if that scene was never filmed and the last Jedi, takes off the way the same way then there's probably 90 percent less backlash or even if luke was in if luke was in the force awakens even a little bit more i think it has to do with delivery as well um over the shoulder is aloof if he had thrown it down it's out of anger if he had thrown it to the side it's out of disgust and i think how he, drop yeah if he yeah if he did the mic drop then it's just too hip but i mean it's just like i think it's the mo he was going to get rid of that somehow. And I think over the shoulder, and I may go back to what I was talking about subtlety. I think the over the shoulder was the bad move because it was like, it was again, too aloof. He should have been disgusted or just like, not even taking it. Just turned away. Yeah. yeah. 
Don't even take it. Then yeah. that says a lot right there because what did we what did it lead up to? A poor grade to shoot its eye out. I mean, that was just like eh, that, that was the the, the trade off for that throwing over the shoulder. So yeah, but I, I, I like that. I, I like this. I like the moment of him. Yeah, what you say, Carlos? Of him just not wanting it. But that build up, it, it goes back to expectations. So yeah, yeah. But that's that. But that, that was G. That was the. They baked that into the cake when he built in the the cliffhanger, like the literal mm. cliffhanger. Yeah. Y- you don't do that. Like, like <laughs> you're, you're working with Star Wars here. You don't need you don't need to do that. People are already on the edge of their seat. Like you didn't need to do that. All you did was create an environment. And I think with hindsight, I think he, I, I would assume that he realizes this, and probably wouldn't do it the same way again. Uh, and if not, then, you know, he probably needs a talking to, but yeah, it was, it was a classic back to the future thing where they made it and they put that end, that little epilogue scene at the end with Marty, you got to come back to the future. It's your kids. Yeah. You know what I mean, and when they went, to- yeah, but, it, but, but in that movie and back to the future, in a way it's kind of necessary because it's, it's the first movie and you're trying to set up a trilogy. Whereas this one, we already know it's going to be a trilogy. Yeah. Yeah, and, but but the thing is with Back to the Future, they they were literally even uh, Robert Zemeckis there was saying and it was like we were handcuffed because the 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 their sequel was pretty much written. We couldn't do anything other than answer those questions, and it's exactly. the same thing with us. We were we've been waiting since '83 to see Luke on screen, and then when we saw him, other than being born, like we didn't need yeah. to see that. Oopa, oopa, oopa. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, um, so we've now we've seen Luke, and then we yes, the Force Awakens, and then we get two seconds with him, and it's like, well, I gotta wait another two years. Which is like this, the anticipation was I loved was it, crazy. So I loved it. So the Ubas or no the the, the, oh. answer, and, the and the Uba it was and the Uba, yeah. that's what I go to sleep with. So Uba <laughs> Okay, um, three of us are dads. Who said that in the living room? Uh, Scott was born no, before just, that happened. So. Oh, okay. Oh, no, no. What am I talking about? No, no I just, if I forget, no, sorry. Oh, uh, my, my, uh, my youngest is nine. So there's, uh, Uba's was out in what? What was, uh, yeah, was. Oh, yeah, 2005. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. So all my kids, no, I wasn't a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, holy crap, holy crap, holy crap. That was what I was saying. So, yeah, I was, mine was, mine was more like, are are you done yet? Release we, <laughs> oh, I, I know. I, I know. I release the Kraken. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Can we go home? There's a hockey game tonight. Can I go? <laughs> We're all, all over. We done here. <laughs> okay. Uh, so so Ben, when you have kids, it's a delight. It's a delight. <laughs> um, so okay uh we're gonna go once more around the horn here going after this movie we love i mean we all liked it we we know the social media issues going forward i i i'm in carlos's boat where it could have ended i mean we could have stopped at eight and i was okay because you tied up you got rid of phasma you got rid of the big bad you had the our 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 hero luke face off against ben you know I mean, and you had the rebels taking off in the Falcon. Like for me, it was like, and you knew Ray had all the the Jedi techs. You, you, we got that wink, and you got that little like Star Wars hope. You mean you got that wink with the yeah. uh, with the with the stable boy? You mean it, you you saw the Force? It's always almost like we we could have walked away, and we would have been good. Like again, I'm yeah. a, I appreciate all the other movies. They could come out tomorrow and say, um, oh, we're gonna we're going to do no, we're going to do 10. We're not, we're just going to add an extra one. Like they did with uh pirates of Caribbean. It's like, look at this, tri- this trilogy. Well, we're going to add another one. one more. It's money. Plus one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, and again, I'll be there opening night first. I'll be tickets in hand and I'll go watch it and make a round table about it. Of course. Like, but where were, um, Carlos, I'm going to go right to you first because we know, like we've kind of discussed where were you right after this same thing? Like where you're, what were your, did you need anything else answered in nine to do like? No, because, uh, Ray literally closes the door. She literally closes the door on, on Kylo. Like at the, right at the end of that movie. 
and then you see that you see the texts. Uh, our main characters are all in the Falcon together. Uh, Leia uh, gives the message of we have everything we need. We saw Luke pass on. It was like, it, it, for me, it was like, no, it was perfect. And, and and as soon as I left, I'm like, oh, what are they going to do in two years? Like, how is, how are they going to, is Snoke going to, I thought they were going to transfer Snoke's, um, or Snoke transferred his consciousness into another body, which was kind of very close <laughs> to what, what, what kind of happened, uh, seeing as how there was um, vats of Snoke's everywhere. Yeah. Um, I wasn't expecting Palpatine. It would have been cool if uh, the Palpatine that we had there would have been like a holocron or or um, uh, a recording or something of yes. him still uh, pulling the strings from beyond the grave and not actually rising up from the grave. I think that would have been better. Um, but but yeah, when I left the movie, I was like, okay, there's a lot of questions not because the movie didn't an answer questions, but because I know there's another movie coming. So how are they going to attach those right. together? You know, that's the problem with Star Wars and why I kind of, I like the standalones in a sense because they're not tied into a trilogy. Yeah, They're not tied into what Star Wars was. You can make singular Star Wars projects and have them be surprising and have them, um, you know, their message not have to be tied into a structure that um, worked for the originals and worked worked yeah. for the prequels um, <laughs> because they were they were working well they were working backwards from yeah, yeah. from from that point right so it ha they kind of jammed that stuff in there I think it would have been better to go further back uh, than just thirty years uh, so you can actually have a younger Anakin. Uh, or an older Anakin in the first movie and kind of, at, you know, lead up to Sebastian Shaw uh, looking in episode six, a character that would actually be that age mm -hmm. as opposed to somebody who was in his forties. It's kind of, yeah. it, it, it was, it's weird. It was just all weird to me. Well, yeah, but we know Tatooine ages you incredibly. <laughs> look at Kenobi. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Everybody says that. Yeah. He, look, he didn't even have the guts. He didn't even have the guts to go down to the surface of Tatooine, knowing that his his stepbrother was there to find the droids and the plans for the Death Star. He didn't want to know nothing about Tatooine. Oh. So, <laughs> it's full of sand. It's horrible. It gets yeah. everywhere. Of course. Of course. It gets into my breathing apparatus. Well, yeah, it's more dangerous to him <laughs> now, I feel like, than ever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Ben, where were you after this? Um, going in, you, we knew we were getting another one. Right, right. Um, what, is, there, what, is there anything you needed to answer to nine? Like, we were not, you know, like, like, what did you? Well, see, I, I, and now I, I do, I'm sorry, I do have to bring up some online discussion or a course, point yeah, that I saw yeah. made online a lot was just like the P, there's this idea that eight left us with nowhere to go. People yeah. are like, eight cut off all the end cut off all the loose ends there was nothing that needed tied up in nine and i'm like did we li literally did we watch the same movie like we know nothing nine could go anywhere that was the beautiful thing about it um so i i would not have been happy with that if they had just ended it there um i would have been excited to see those stories play out uh especially because i feel like like we said jj abrams chris terrio maybe not the best writing team for episode nine um, if they had given that to, if those, if eight had been the last sequel movie and those had been spun off into books or comics where there are tons of great writers, great creators working on them, that would have been cool to see. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't have been, I, you know, I, I don't want to call myself a purist cause I feel like that kind of implies that I'm anti new things. Um, but I'm a purist in the sense that I appreciate the fact that Star Wars is like poetry and Star Wars does rhyme. And you've got three trilogies, and I wanted, I needed that last movie. I wanted that last movie. Um, I'm not going to talk about it because that's not why we're here. But coming out of it, I was, I was, you know, I was elated. I was excited to see where nine would go. Um, I, because of that, that kind of open endedness where it's like Ray could be anywhere, especially once we found out it's a year down the line. I'm like, a lot can happen in a year. Um, yeah. a lot of things can change. And so coming out of that movie, I was, I was chomping at the bit for more. Um, but, um, I definitely see the value in like being 
that could have been the end and it could have spun well, yeah, out from and, there. And that's, that's what Carlos and I again, again, I was right there day one for, for of course, episode nine, of course. but, but it was like, Oh, my childhood hero's dead. Han's gone. Chewie's got the Falcon. Like it, it was just like, I, it was okay. If you mean like, right. If, if right. Not, not be morbid. If, if something happened to me and I passed away between eight and nine, you like, talk oh, about that it. on every podcast I'm on with you. You talk about yeah. dying before you get to see the next star. Well, Wars movie. When you get to Rob and I's age, are you dragging me into this? You know something I don't <laughs> Rob, you're slightly older than I am. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> I'm going to live forever. If it wasn't for socialized medicine, <laughs> it would be very sick right now. It would be very horrible. Yeah, yes. well, that's just funny. I don't know. It's like there are two things I can talk. I can trust Rob Cast to talk about watching, watching a new hope in the theater, drive in 1977 and, drive, yep. and death. Yes, um, and death, yes. The ever encroaching um, bonds of mortality that we will <laughs> all inevitably be faced with at some point or another. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, um, uh, uh, Rob Williams, I, I just want to touch on something too. Trilogies weren't really a thing until Return of the Jedi, like came out for us. Like we, like if you think about it, we we had a couple of sequels were they tried to, that was starting to come out in that area. Cause we had like, you know, jaws two, Rocky two. Um, but it wasn't an automatic con five. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it wasn't an automatic thing. It wasn't like, here's a big franchise. You're getting three star Wars was one of those first ones to make it that. If they weren't the first, they were the one that uh, made it, a thing mm -hmm. right made it popular right so yeah because even the godfather had one and two and then it was like years later they had three like it was oh fredo's revenge yes. yeah 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 of course yeah so um where were you after this one rambi uh, what did you apparently i was near death's <laughs> door according to you well yeah exactly well you know at our age again um i was i i was i, I can't see this ending right here there's like ray hasn't had right. finished her arc yet uh ray Oh, you want to know where I was? I was online trying to figure out what the hell Raylo friggin' was. I was like, <laughs> what the hell is this? he regretted it? <laughs> oh, God, yes. Yeah. I mean, I and then I was online ready to find the numbers for people to talk to a counselor to understand what the friggin' gaslighting is. And I don't understand this. I'm sorry if anybody's a Raylo fan out there. But, I mean, I don't understand. He was abusive. He was really a killer in a moment's notice. But yet, I love you. I don't. I don't. I watched in the Force Awakens last night. I was joking. I was joking to my girlfriend. I was just like, he's got her like locked up in the shackle, like in the the apparatus. Yes. And I'm just like, oh my god, do you see the the romance, the fire <laughs> between these yes. two? And I'm like, it's. I just. I don't know. When, just, when this, when Twilight's a better love story than this, then there's a concern. I'm sorry. It's not a love a baby. story. It's because it's not a love story. That's and, all it is. It's yeah. Like, but but what that does signify, though, and it, I was making a joke for to get to actual purpose. There is there wasn't conclusion. There, those two need to finish what they started, and so there needs to be an end between those two on, on some way. When I left this mm -hmm. movie, there needs to be the galaxy needs to be saved as well. There needs to be something happening there, and uh, so there were there were these little bits and pieces that need to be solved. And so I was looking forward to that and I wasn't, I didn't find this as an end, but I can understand why some people felt that way because there was a lot of finality to a lot of things, but a lot of those finalities were Luke. Um, he, uh, sorry, I, I say a lot, but I'm just saying the major finalities were Luke and for us old school people who are near death, we, that would, that was our old star Wars that were coming to an end, but this is the new star Wars and we need to finish their stories. We need to finish Finn's story. We need to finish Ray's story. Poe needs to extend his story and now be the leader and there was, and, and rescue the galaxy. These were all things that were building up to it. I felt. And um, so I was, I was eager to see it. I, I was happy because there's no direction. We were so used to, um, uh, episode one, two, and three, we knew how it was going to end some way, mm -hmm. somehow. This, the punctuation's there. This one, anything goes. And I, yep. that's what I was excited about. So there were loose ends, but there needed to be a finish to the to Ray's arc. And that's what I was looking forward to most. Because I didn't believe, even then, I see it now as well, I didn't believe what Kyle was saying about parents being junk, whatever. He's a liar. Everything, and all their visions were wrong. Everybody's vision was wrong because that's how, what we've learned as Star Wars, all your visions are wrong. It's just nothing, <laughs> nothing is right. So, is, uh, so I was like, okay, well, he's lying. Everything he says is a lie. And we still, the question of who's Ray 
and who's his parent, who her parents are, was still up in the air. Even I remember that specifically leaving this theater. Well, yeah, and that and that's what I think. I think even me going in for forgetting that, going like, oh yeah, Han's wrapped up. We know Leia's going to be wrapped up because in real time she did. She Carrie Fisher passed away. Luke's yeah. gone. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't the Luke Skywalker, or it wasn't the. Um, it, it wasn't the Phasma trilogy. It wasn't the Snoke trilogy. It or wasn't the. It was the. It was the Star Wars. Another Star Wars trilogy. But it did confuse things. When Snoke died, that confused things a lot yeah. because he is. Yeah, it did. It's like Palpatine dying in Episode Two. It's like, or uh, well, Empire. It's just like, well, what happens next? Yeah. Well, I don't know, know if you heard. There was a few. Part. There was one or two Snoke theories online when before that movie came out. <laughs> a couple. Like, there a was couple. one or two. Yeah. Oh, I, he was friggin' amazing too. Yes. The uh, who uh, who played him again? Um, uh, Andy Circus. Andy Circus, thank you. Freaking amazing voice. I know. God Incredible. Damn, I wish I had his voice. Yeah. I loved it. Oh, there sorry. we go. The fact that you can play Snoke and Gollum in Lord of the Rings <laughs> is like the range is just incredible. Exactly. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, thank you very much for hopping on this episode. I uh, appreciate it. Again, we don't do beat for beat. We're just talking about a movie. And in, in retrospect, again, we had that. We did a round table immediately after and it was like, well, our hair's on fire. <laughs> but. <laughs> you know I mean um but this is a con- chest pain yeah. some spelled burnt toast <laughs> you should go to the dog i've fallen i can't get up <laughs> you need life alert eh, Rob? <laughs> he's stuck he's stuck in his armor the paramedics walk in with just the look of just an intense pity on their face. Exactly. <laughs> and everybody's like, not surprised. Old nerds. <laughs> like, you're a troopy at the age of 80 or something yeah. like that. Stuck in our armor. Can't get out. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, the kids pay their five bucks and they shoot you with the little sticky arrows and they actually knock you oh. over. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> Around the horn real quick. Um, I uh, let the good people know your social medias and where they can find you and your shows. Uh, Carlos. Find me at C Candido Music or at the Funny Carlos on Twitter and Instagram or at carloscandidomusic.com. I'm going to be revamping my whole website um, in the next month or so. And um, Fans only? <laughs> or only fans? Or- <laughs> Only fans? Only fans? Sorry, I'm not down with. I'll have a, <laughs> I'll have a. Um, yeah, I'll have uh, one of one of the pages will be just for only fans, uh, just for just okay. for you, Rob. Uh, no, but uh, oh my, oh my, uh, and uh, that's it. And oh uh, yeah, check out uh, tumblingsaber.com. Excellent, fantastic, Ben. Skyhoppers and the Skyhopping. Where can yeah, I'm on Twitter at uh, Ferretliciously, where I'm per- perennially spewing nonsense. Um, I do a podcast with a couple of my friends called the Skyhoppers Podcast. Um, we talk about anything and everything in Star Wars. Um, we are, I think, the the young bloods of this loose collective of podcasts. <laughs> and ha- it, um, it's going to be weird when we're, you know not young when we're knocking on death's door. Well, what you're saying when when Rob and I are dead. When when we're dead, you can say it. (laughs) I don't die. Um, ghost. But, uh, yes, we have a lot of fun over there. Um, You can find us on Twitter. You just search it. Um, There is a skyhopperspodcast.com. All the contacts links are there. It's not up. It's not current because I got really busy, but I'm hoping to spin that back up at some point in the near future. Um, I also do a show with my friend Cole, who is also on Skyhoppers, generally called the Bro Skywalkers. We talk about Legends books. Um, we're currently reading Tales from Jabba's Palace. That's oh, always a ton of fun. Oh, I love that. Oh. Uh, we haven't gotten to Goat Grass yet. We haven't gotten to Goat Grass yet, but when we do, um, oh, I'm on. I'm actually, in. Rob, I, I have a quick aside. I know we're in the outs here, uh, but a couple last, last year for April Fools, I think, um, I was waiting for Cole to send me his half of the episode because we record it separately and I mix them together. <laughs> Um, and he was like, <laughs> I saw his, uh, I saw his upload. And I'm like, this isn't big enough. What's the matter with this? And I played it. I'm like, what is this? This sounds weird. He's just reading something. And then I started to, and I've started to listen a little more. I'm like, oh my God, instead of sending me his half of the episode, he had sent me a trans. He was reading from goat grass, the tale of Reese. <laughs> <laughs> 
from Tales from Jabba's Palace. And I'm like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Because I'm like, he's just reading something. What is it? And then I text him. I'm like, I th- I th- I'm like, I think you sent me the wrong thing. And he's like, listen more closely. And I'm like, oh, my God, no, this is horrible. <laughs> oh, I love that. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to get to that story. But uh, Obro Skypod on Twitter is where you can find that awesome, one. Awesome, man. It, uh, it's a lot of fun. If I can make a recommendation, um, the price of admission is really low. But uh, the Skyhopper's patron, uh, you're, you're pre-recording. <laughs> what do you what, 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 what you put out every week? After hours. After, after hours, pre, yeah. It's pre-show after hour it's 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 but anyway it's well I, worth the price of of of, of patron like it is it's if it, that's it, there there's there's weeks where it's like if i gotta choose one i'm listening to the to the after hours to the after hours not the yeah, actual yeah. show <laughs> oh, i appreciate that rob thank you yeah we do have a patreon and if you wanted to go just a dollar yep you just get to come hang out in the discord um and that on its own, I think, is is worth the price. Yes, of and, and, it's a and lot of fun. Rob Williams, if you join, if you want to feel old, hop on that Discord. You will. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we've got. I mean, even I feel old. Some we've got a pretty big range. We've got some Gen Xers. We've got some like just just last week we had a, a one of our patrons come on to talk about game playing MS DOS Star Wars video games. A boomer, like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so he was like, we were talking about playing like the X Wing games, and he was playing like as they were coming out but but also too just, for gen xers i gotta tell you it's a great resource because I, I have a i have a teenage daughter and i'm like um my kid's playing animal crossing and there's this raccoon guy that came on and this is a big deal and dakota's like oh my god that's a huge deal i'm like oh okay I'm, <laughs> she's my daughter's in debt to this raccoon i, I don't know what's going I, on i'm very confused <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it uh, it is. We've we cover a wide range, a wide age range. Um, so awesome. Come hang out. It's a lot of okay. fun. It's a lot of fun. Rob Williams. I will check it out. Obviously, you're not trooping anywhere anytime soon. Well, but uh, my Patreon has a pre 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 show right. where I'm just doing the dishes before we start recording. <laughs> so if you want to tune into that. Uh, Generation X Wing podcast. Uh, wherever you find podcasts, um, we, we have a lot of fun there uh, with our my co-host Jamie. Steve three and Neil Sharma. Um, also, I have the outer room. Rook, oh, sorry, outer room rookie show, which is a YouTube show of me building not only my neon nun costume. And here's for those who are online. There's my autographed neon nun by Mike Quinn, hand drew it himself. That is awesome. Glorious. It is very cool. So I'm almost done that costume. And also, I do some other stuff about uh, building the scout trooper costume and what we do at five hundred first and soon to be Rebel Legion. So um, if you want to try. Uh, Check that out. It's on our YouTube page at uh, uh, Generation X Wing YouTube. Outstanding. And I, I can add Mike Quinn. I can, if you look over my right shoulder, if you're watching the live stream, I have yeah, his I autograph as well. I met him in Hamilton last couple of years ago and super awesome. Fantastic. And he, yeah. he's, he's, he's done work with Fraggle Rock. He's done, again, if you're a Gen Xer, you, you got He was in this movie playing, you know who, Nia yeah, Nunn. There you go. Awesome. So uh, Gen, uh, you can want to find me. I'm at Robert MM Cast on Twitter and on the Instagrams and I don't Snapchat or TikTok. I don't. I, again, <laughs> that's probably for the best. Oh yes, that, that is. <laughs> you don't want me opening that door. <laughs> it's, it's like, whoa, Rob's really got a new social. It's, I can see him doing yeah. a robot and just dancing on TikTok. That's all you need. Yeah, right that, there, that is all you need. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, until next time, gentlemen. Thank you so much, and uh, we'll see you next month on the on the roundtable. See ya. Bye. 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 Thank you.